Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of the Tough Love Terry podcast. In this episode, we are going to continue answering discovery questions with myself and Jill and figure out more about each other. Oh, discover. 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 Discover who I am. Welcome back, and we are going to pick up where we left off on the last episode, answering questions about ourselves. Okay. <laughs> okay. Part two, question one. Part two, here we go. What is your favorite method of transportation? Hmm, I like boats. <laughs> hmm. Um, or, yeah, I think that would be my favorite. I like, I like, um, like, even small boats, big boats, it doesn't matter. But I like, um, as long as, as long as it's not like, like I have a bunch of luggage, mm. to be fair. Um, also, trains would be good too. But anything where like something else is in charge of the driving, um, so that I can read or write or think or whatever without having to focus mm. um but also is surrounded by beautiful landscapes so like that's why planes not so much because it's just clouds or sky so it's not super beautiful to me but like being on the water super relaxing um waves i like possibly seeing animals the sun beating down on you super nice um, I remember being a kid and cuddled up super warm and then like driving back on the boat and yeah. like the wind being really cool, but like you were dressed up warm. So it just like felt nice. You uh-huh. know what I mean? Yeah. Boats are, boats are nice like that. Yeah. So that's where, and like Ryan and I go on cruises now. So obviously that, but sometimes I'll just like leave our balcony door open so I can just hear the waves while I like lay in bed and art journal or something. Mm. And the water's so common. Yeah, so that would be my number one. And then trains also, because, like, you're usually, depending where you're taking the train, but you're usually going through really cool scenery, and you can go either fast or slow, depending on the train that you're on. And you get to see a lot of landscape without um, having to be, like, focused on the driving part of it. Hmm. You know what I'm saying? Interesting. Yeah, what about you? Um, If the climate is nice, I and it's close by and there's stuff around me (laughs) i like the idea of maybe not bicycling but maybe segwaying or maybe you've never been on a segway but that seems like something that would be up my alley or like a scooter you should get a segway i know for here just for your new refinery district and go segway on the block (laughs) um i do like uh like i like being driven i'm not i don't have to drive so like limo suggestion do you <laughs> yeah i'm her taxi driver i'm just thinking like productivity I, it'd be nice to have a driver like it would be, that'd mm-hmm. be nice like i wouldn't no it is nice like i like just sitting and letting somebody else do that part of it them even like i can talk to, like i like that idea but not, not yeah i just it. like relax unless somebody else does the driving exactly yeah. yeah so that's that's where i'm at uh what was your favorite physical activity as a kid oh well i did talk about jump rope um but also I liked, oh, physical activity. Swimming, you said kind of already? Because, like, that was. Well, to be fair, it wasn't like swim swimming because it was a river. Oh, yeah. But it's still, like, you're still doing it. I think bike bike riding, yeah. We used to, like, bike, like, my friend Dustin, I would bike to his house. And, like, there was one day in the summer where we biked back and forth to each other's homes, like, four times. And we figured it out. It was, like, seven or, like, basically. From my house to his house was 
about three miles. And so we went back and forth like four times in the day. We were sunburned, but, <laughs> but yeah. I feel like biking as a kid is just like so fun though. Yeah, because you're literally nice. like, I'm free. Yeah, it's like drive when you like before you can drive. It's yeah, your it's way your of independence. Like, yeah, where's my bike? Um, as a kid, I had the same. I liked to bike. I liked. I had a little scooter, like uh, just like a two wheel one that you just like a razor scooter. Oh yeah, I liked that a lot. Um, I liked like uh, tobogganing and doing stuff like mm. that, like going down. Oh yeah, snowboarding. Ropes. Yeah, that kind of stuff. Not skiing or snowboarding, but just, like, the idea yeah, of, like, like just going on a toboggan is fun. Uh, or going, like, on a slide and doing, like, running on the playground is fun. Mm. Uh, getting older, I like tennis. I kind of wasn't very good at it, though. Volleyball. You don't have to be good at it to like it. I always kind of liked kickball. I think it was kickball. Maybe it was round. I don't know. Like, Four square? Maybe. It's the one where you, like, kick the ball and then you just, like, run it's around like the bases. It's like baseball? Kind of. Oh, yeah. yeah. But kickball. it's, like, it's not as many rules. No, that's kickball, yeah. I think I liked that. Um, what else? I'm trying to think. Mm, yeah, tennis I liked for a while. I liked to run, actually, as a kid, too. Like, like not super young, but when I was, like, 10, I got kind of into running, 10, 11. Mm-hmm. And then I just, I, like, yeah, I was running every, every night. I would just run around the block or, like, run around the park. I would get pretty good, actually, for a while oh. there. But Yeah. What is your favorite uh, physical activity now? Oh. Uh, well, now... I like to walk. Hmm. <laughs> uh, that's pr- that. And I still, if I was strong enough, I would like to fight again. I liked fighting a lot. Mm-hmm. Like profe- professional fighting, not like just going up to random people and being like, what, what? <laughs> no, like it's actually really like, actually like martial <laughs> arts. Like I, miss, like I miss martial arts and I really, like I was good at it, but I also really enjoyed it. And dance. I like mm. dance. Um, when I took ballet, that was, like, really fun. I really enjoyed that, even though it was very technical. But I think it was easier for me to learn ballet than it was for me to learn, like, hip-hop. Because, mm-hmm. like, because it was structured, mm-hmm. um, that I was able to, like, actually pick up. Like, you knew if you were doing it right or wrong. There was no, like, attitude. Yeah. Or, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. just put some... Mm, and, what does that mean? That's yeah, not... Yeah, that's yeah, not yeah. Yeah. You know, they're like, t- point your toe more. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah, like, yeah, or put your hip out the center, whatever. Yeah. Give me specifics. Um, I think my activity now, a favorite one would probably be like yoga slash stretching. But I also, I just do like to move. Like as much as I think it's weird at the same time, because I'm like, oh, like I really don't want to do like an ab workout. Like if I just start doing it, I actually almost always have fun, which is like <laughs> super weird. But like, even if it's stuff I don't really want to do in my head, it's, or like stuff that, like is gonna suck i like actually enjoy it if i just suck it up and like start yeah yeah so i just like i'm very much like someone that needs movement like i take the stairs by choice like i like to park far i don't know why i just to me i just need it's like i get like someone in my head it's good to just get out of my head i think yeah or help me like like i don't know ground i'm just listening today to another podcast Mm -hmm. and they said like there's like only a few things that actually reduce actual stress and activity is one of the things yeah that moves it through your body instead of keeping it locked up in your body so if you are anxious all the time that would make sense why your body's like make me move so i know that i'm safe yeah like it's like i literally just like to like move around like if i sit for too long or like stare at a screen for too like i just i literally makes me like nope Interesting. Um, what was something you've done in your life that surprised you? Um, I went parasailing. 
Oh, really? And the reason why that surprised me is because, like, I was drunk when I did it. This is, well, that doesn't surprise, that is the only way I would do it. Uh, because I am, I do not, number one, I don't think I have a need in my life to put myself in situations where I, that's the like, I don't need to jump out of a plane to feel that I've lived my life. I don't feel that I need to bungee jump to live mm. my life. Yeah. And I feel parasailing kind of falls into that same category. But because I was drunk, I said, okay. Was it fun? Uh, well, I was drunk, so I don't remember too much. What I do remember is when I was up in the sky looking down, I was like, okay, what's your plan in case this rope snaps? And so I was like strategizing the whole time I was up there on how I would save myself if I had to. So funny. And I had my camera with me. Like, what? What oh is wrong with me? Um, so that surprised me that I did that. Um, oh, and then another thing I did was I flipped somebody over. When they grab my boob. That surprised me. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Wait, are you telling me that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Huh. But it was just, like, instinct. Like, I was just like, nope, not today, Satan. Uh, but but that, like, bothered me because I hurt somebody, even though he deserved it. Like, mm. but I literally, like, flipped him off for my shoulder. I'm sure he never grabbed somebody else's boob. Well, I definitely think I scared the shit out of him. No, so. like, honestly, like, you yeah. probably snapped, like, who knows, maybe he would have gone on to do some bad, like, Yeah, exactly, so, yeah. Um, <laughs> what is something that happened surprised me? Uh, I don't, I don't Started know. this business? Yeah, starting a business, for sure. I think even... Sometimes when I've gotten really emotional about certain things, like I, uh, I think because sometimes I don't deal with emotions like right away. Mm-hmm. And then later on, I'll be like, oh, like, why am I like randomly like super upset about like something uh, so like yeah. insignificant seemingly? And then it's like actually because of like a, like a more legitimate reason that I just kind of. Yeah. Like, surprise your, your so reaction. Sometimes I will you. surprise myself when I'm like oh, we don't have this in stock at the store. And I'm, like, really <laughs> like, choked uh... about it. I'm, like, another thing going wrong. You know? <laughs> Just but it's dramatic. Like, but it's, like, it's, like, why is this, like, why am I upset? Like, this is, like, this is literally, like, unstable. But I'm, like, you know, actually, it's because I didn't actually deal with the real yeah. thing, you know? So that, that will still sometimes to this day, Yeah, you know, emotions do surprise me. And you're, like, why breakdowns? am I crying right now? Or, like, yeah, like, why does this have so much power over me? <laughs> or, like, out of paper towel or something dumb like that. I'm, like, okay. Um, or like, yeah, the last thing that happened was, was like when I tried to make vegan hamburger helper without a recipe and I've never made it before successfully so that that was, didn't turn out. And it was like, why am I so bad at cooking? And it's like, well, to be fair, you didn't follow a recipe or, you know, and I was like, yeah, but. <laughs> Recipes are dumb. Yeah. Is it really cooking? Just kidding. Okay. What is something you hold shame about? Oh, crap. Um, definitely about the fact that I slept with a married man. Mm-hmm. Um, that is something that I've had a really hard time getting rid of that mm-hmm. feeling. and Or not feeling, but that experience. And, like, thankfully I went to therapy and my therapist was able to show me it from another perspective. Mm-hmm. Um, it was right after my dad passed away. It doesn't make the behavior right, but it kind of just justified, or not justified, but it just made it easier for me to see. Uh, also, there was two people involved. Oh, yeah. um, and, like, you were looking for, like, she was like, you were looking for anything to save you because I hadn't dealt with my dad's death. Mm-hmm. Um, and so he just happened to be married, and that's what happened there. And so, like, but I still, because that took me so far away from my values of who I am, 
Um, and like growing up, I was always the good kid. So that's a bad thing. So then I was like, you're a bad person because you did this thing. So finally, when I went to Ryan pushed me to go to a therapist to talk about it. Um, your identity was like in question. Yeah, basically. basically, I'm like, oh my God, I'm a terrible human. And it's like, yeah, that was a terrible thing that I did, but it doesn't mean I'm a terrible human. And I think I'm like, and the, the other part of that is like, now this is why I try to talk about it because Brene Brown says like shame can only exist in silence. So if I talk about it, then it's like, okay, it's just part of your story. And it's like, what did you learn from it instead of what is it holding over you? Yeah. And see, for me, like when I, yeah, like it makes sense when you say all that. Cause yeah, that does sound like that would cause you to have all those like realizations about yourself and be like, oh, maybe I'm not, you know, all these things that I was, but the part about it being like, I, maybe I am unconventional in my beliefs on it or weird for this, but to me, I'm like, at the end of the day, like the commitment that he has to somebody else has nothing to do with you. Mm -hmm. Right. Like it's nothing, it's not up on you to like hold up other people's. Well, and that's what she kind of put in the place. She's like, he made a decision too. Like it wasn't. Yeah, like you weren't in those vows. No, (laughs) yeah, exactly. And like, like, and like. Yeah, for me, he just happened to be married. For him, I just happened to be vulnerable. And you happened like, to be there. And you happened yeah, yeah, to be the one. he had done it or before. Or, or, yeah, stuff like one that. of many. So, um, but that was something like that I still hold shame about, which is why when I get asked that question, it's important I talk about it. So that yeah. way I can release a little bit of shame every time I talk about it. Yeah. Yeah, what about you? Uh, probably well, lots of things, I think. But probably just this idea that I... Like, I have a hard time accepting that I can't have everything, like, be good at everything and be everything to everyone and be this thing that I always thought I would be as an adult where I would be, like, you know, like, this super great, like, uh, successful, like, person in in my career. I would have, like, super great, like, fitness and be super healthy and be eating super healthy and, like, have the time to, like, cook and, like, I would just be able to take care of my, like, skin and, like, wear makeup all, like, take care of myself and then also, like, have the self-growth is very important to me, like, and have time to do, like, reading and that kind of stuff. And also having the social life that's very, like, you know, and then having a family life that is, you know, Just having healthy. everything all of the time. Basically, yeah. And also having a good relationship with my part, like, you know, like, having that. Like, it's just... And so Terry, um, I guess, maybe saw this and, you know, she's like, <laughs> okay, well... Like, if you had listed out all the things that you, like, wanted to do, it's like, now nah, maybe you can only be half those things at any one time. And it's, like, it's shitty, but true, you know? And it's, like, so now I'm kind of just, like, what do I need to be in this moment right now? Because mm-hmm. I, I hold a lot of shame sometimes when I can't be good at cooking, for example, or I can't, I don't, like, I'm not good at, like, that kind of stuff. Because I feel like in my head that was ingrained as a woman that's something I should be good at doing. Mm. But it's, like... I, what about, like, I need to still finish myself for school, or I need to still finish stuff for the business, or I need to still finish stuff, like, you know, like, for myself, I need to take care of myself, and it's, like, hard to juggle all of it, and it's impossible, I think, but I Yeah, still and to not feel shame about that, but rather, or judgment towards that, but rather just have compassion. Yeah. For yourself to say, you know what, I didn't get to everything I wanted to get to today, but I did a pretty good job. And I even, like, it's to the point where I have to ask Luke, I'm like, I'm like, do you, like, do you still love me or do you still want to be with me even if I can't do everything that I thought I should? And, like, mm-hmm. I need to actually hear him say that it doesn't matter because otherwise I, then I think I'm going to get left or I think that there's somebody yeah. else. Or I think that somebody else could do it better and so then I'm like, I don't want to, like, bring you down, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, 
Okay, next question. You're like, next question. (laughs) Moving on. Thank you. Okay. Let that go. What do you wish you could tell people without worrying about their reaction? That's a good question. Oh, that Mm. is a good question. What do I wish I could tell people without worrying about their reaction? Oh. So many things. Um, I wish... Well, I kind of do tell people... Sorry, it's I don't know if there is anything that I don't already tell people without worrying about their reaction. I mean, I guess maybe I wish... Like, sometimes when I'm tough love, I'm sometimes afraid that it's coming across in a way that's tough love. So that holds me back Mm. from saying things that, like, I'm like, say the thing. Um, Because I'm afraid it might be too much for somebody. But ultimately, Mm. I think it is something I'm supposed to say. Mm. So now, I still will do it. I just maybe will, like, tippy-toe around it a little bit and say, like... Correct me if I'm wrong, and I've done this to you a few times where I'm like, now, is it possible, <laughs> like, I'll start things Have like that. Have you considered? Yeah, like, I'll usually start things like that instead of just, like, bluntly saying what I think sometimes needs to be said to shock people um, in a way that they're like, Fuck yeah. Like that time when I did say to you, like, do you just love to hate yourself? Like I didn't I didn't tippy toe around that. I literally just said it to you. Yeah, but see, because I, I, I appreciate pushed me to a point that, where I was frustrated. Where I just I like I almost like just the blonde because then I can't overthink it. I'm like, yeah, well. You but know. there was like, but part of me like it took me the the fuel behind it was more like frustration. Yep. Um, as opposed to I could have said that a year ago. Or I could have said that before the first time you started saying, you know, those things. Yeah. But but there was this fear of like, well, I don't want to upset her because then she won't come to me and ask for help. Or if I say it in the wrong way, then she'll think I'm trying to be mean or like it's overthinking things mm. that way. So, yeah. No, but yes. I think it's also not because I think like I think a lot of people wouldn't have like that's it's a hard thing to tell somebody that. And I think most people aren't in a place where they can just hear it sometimes mm-hmm. or like actually like yeah and i mean there's one thing to be said for read in the room i think is important but yeah. but I, like i think for me that would be the thing i wish i could tell people without worrying about the reaction everything else i'm pretty much an open book like i talk about that affair um like that is to me the worst thing that i've experienced thank like that's not that bad i don't think there's a lot of terrible things that could happen like i talk openly about my experience, like, things that I've experienced or have happened to me um, with honesty. Like, I'm pretty open. Yeah. So there's not too much that I would say that I'm afraid of saying. Yeah. I think for me, it would be more about, like, my thoughts. Like, my feelings, like, personally. Like, mm-hmm. I, I'm really good at focusing on other people. And, like, I'm good at focusing on what they're saying and getting on that level. Mm-hmm. But I sometimes am hesitant to share slash even acknowledge my feelings in the moment so that's probably what i would gotcha yeah uh how do you know when good enough is good enough (laughs) um i think for me is like just like self-checking myself when when i'm always like oh no you need to add more do more um and saying like okay what what will doing more bring you that you don't already have like why 
Yeah, basically, because I think a lot of times it's like, oh, if I just add this in, then maybe they'll value it more. If I do this, then maybe it'll be worth more. Mm. If I do this, like, it always comes back to worth for me. So instead, and then if the answer to that is like, no, like, this is good. It's okay. Yeah, like, let it be what it is. Kind yeah, of like, 85% of done is better than 100% of unfinished. So True. It's a good motto. You're um, How do I know when good <laughs> enough is good enough? Well, when people pull me away, <laughs> when I'm physically... She gave me a very pointed look when, when she I said that. When I am fully exhausted and fully depleted mentally and on the brink of complete breakdown, um, I push myself pretty hard and I, I don't always know. Sometimes I just think it's never good enough. That's the perfectionism thing, which is a lot of what I struggle with, I think, with anxiety and stuff. But... Um, I think it's just when, I think for me, it's just about not getting to that level of thought where you could endlessly spiral on and just do like little nattery, like like little improvements, minor changes, rephrasing it, doing small, like stuff that doesn't even matter. Like is what I'm doing relevant? Is that's what I'm doing where necessary? I think setting deadlines is really good for people that tend to overthink. Like that's yeah. one thing I usually suggest is like, Okay, you can allow yourself to think, but only give yourself 24 hours to think about it, and then it has to be done. Like, yeah. you have to make a decision, you have to execute, whatever, and whatever it is, it is, or else we talked about making a list of how will you know when it's done. Like, describe the finished product. Yeah, like, what, are the, steps, make what it... are the steps you have to take to know that something is done, and then after that, once that's all checked off, then after that, you just let it go. Yeah, because I think for me, I could endlessly just... Spiral. Basically. Uh, moving on. What are your daily habits? <laughs> uh, so currently my daily habits include going for a walk and listening to a podcast or Justin Bieber <laughs> now. Uh, so yeah, usually about like 45 minute walk, I would say on average, because sometimes it's 30 minutes, sometimes it's an hour, but it's like 45 minutes usually. Uh, and then I come home and then I have coffee, a cup of coffee, and then I make breakfast and then the day kind of takes over from there because it depends if I'm going to the studio for a photo shoot. So sometimes I'll pick you up and then we go to the studio together and then we make a list of what we're doing for the day uh -huh. so we kind of can check things off or, yeah, hmm. and, then, and then work stuff, basically. And then I work, 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 work. Mm -hmm. And then keep working and then keep working and then keep working until Ryan's like, Good enough, time good to enough. make dinner. <laughs> what about um, in terms of like daily habits for nighttime? Like, do you have a? Um, I don't really have tea. like I sometimes will have tea. Like that's mm -hmm. something that's pretty consistent. In the I would evening, say. yeah. Like I'll have tea in the evening. Um, I'm not like a nighttime shower. Like mm -hmm. I usually shower in the morning unless like something happened and I have to shower in the night. But mm -hmm. um, I would like to say that I. <laughs> go off the internet before I go to sleep, but we all know that that's not true. Um, still I ideally would like to get into the habit of reading before bed. Like I've kind of started to implement that just because when my, when I feel my eyes starting to get scratchy now, I like take that as a sign. Like physiologically, it's time to get off the, off of a screen. Yeah. And so then my I'll eyes get so twitchy book. kind of almost yeah. like they get like dry and then it's like, yeah, so that's what I do there. And then usually if Ryan's home, like he's not working, then we'll do what I call spot lay, where I just like lay on him and let him play with my hair. <laughs> Aww. Uh, and then him and I have habits, actually. So like, uh, or not habits, but like, so when he's home, um, like I make I make the meals because I hate doing dishes. So that was the trade-off. He does dishes, I make meals. 
so then I'll cook and then we'll watch like a show. Usually right now it's Law and Order, mm-hmm. um, but sometimes House as well. So we alternate mm-hmm. between the two um, while we eat. And then after we eat, then I usually will fall asleep on him for like an hour. Mm. <laughs> I'll watch the show. I fall asleep. <laughs> See, yeah, that's, yeah. That's good to have habits, I feel like, in the relationships, too. Yeah. Um, my daily habits, I have, like, a lot, so I won't even get into all of them, because I'm, like, a very much a habits person for, like, overthinking. Um, I kind of talked about it a bit in the blog post, too, actually. Like, for mornings, I have, like, a morning routine. I have a night routine. What? Okay. So, the question is, what book, movie, song changed your life and why? either of those well i really enjoyed hansen's mbop back in the day and the pictures of my walls that were plastered with hansen that didn't really change my life but i did enjoy it mm-hmm. um the alchemist was the book that changed my life uh oh. and everyone should read it when the time is right that and women who run with wolves is also a really good book that changed my life and why Oh why? Well the oh why? Well the alchemist came about when I was in a not so super good relationship for me. Mm-hmm. Um also I was working a job in insurance which obviously is not conducive to me and my strengths. I mean it wasn't terrible, it was okay. Um but that was the book that kind of convinced me to keep following my path no matter like how silly it might have seemed Mm -hmm. like I would never know until I tried kind Mm -hmm. of thing. So that's why I like that. And then women who run with wolves, is just a really great collection of short stories about what it means to be a woman, which, um, yeah, which really helped me in about being a creative woman and how there's all these pressures for us to do like housework instead of fulfilling our creative things. Um, there's always like, uh, things for other people that get in the way of us, um, exercising our own creativity and stuff like that. That one I have to still read. That one sounds like it'd be good. Yeah, it's pretty good. Um, for me, I I do like The Alchemist. I read that one. I see that was actually it did actually push me a bit with doing the business. So that one I would say had definitely did impact me. Um, I think overall the one that probably would have changed my like life, I guess the most was probably if I think about be here now. And, like, Ram Dass, like, when I was going through that kind of, like, period of, like, a spiritual kind of awakening thing and just kind of, like, realizing that you're so much more. And it's still it's still weird because that book, I still read it sometimes and I don't understand parts of it, but I'm, I'm slowly understanding it. And it's something that I always can take away something different from reading, but I can't just read it like a normal book. But mm-hmm. I think it's very, yeah. Ooh, also The Success Principles by Jack Canfield. That was also a good book. Oh, yeah, that one you told me about before, too. Mm-hmm. I feel like there's so many good ones. I'm trying to, I feel like I forget a lot of the other ones, but... Every um, book ever. Yeah. The Power <laughs> of Now was really good. It was good at getting me to think, like, remember the present moment, because before I always like to go to the future, and even now still, but then I just think about that. Mm. And then movie, song, I don't know. Oh, just like if people didn't... That question was just more so if people didn't read, then maybe they had a movie or whatever, yeah. Mm, yeah, I think that movie, I that did change my life. Like, the one I could like narrow it down to would probably be like Aaron Brockovich I like love that movie Mm. and I watched it like so many times like one of my favorites and it's just I think just the idea of just being strong and going against the 
uh, everybody around you and against your circumstances and kind of like overcoming that and doing something good for the world was like what Mm. that kind of was my takeaway Mine was, movie-wise, there's two. The uh, RBG, so Ruth Bader Ginsburg's documentary, was, like, a, I was crying on the plane mm. when I watched it because she was just such a powerhouse. Uh, very cool. And in the same line of that was Wonder Woman because it was the first time I had seen so like such a big cast of women kicking ass. And, like, I, I was like, this is the first time in history that this – is a movie and I am privileged to get to see this. Mm-hmm. And that was like monumental and I bawled like a baby. I know, it's like <laughs> on the plane. Again, <laughs> all this happens at the end of like workshops when I'm ex- emotionally exhausted anyway. <laughs> yeah, next question. <laughs> okay. Uh what was your first date like? Okay. So <laughs> there is this boy that asked me out and I think he thought Kate so I was like a pretty heavy set kid uh, in grade 10. That was like when I went on my first date. And I think he thought that I would put out because of that. He was one of those guys. Um, that happens a lot, unfortunately, to fat girls, um, which sucks. But I didn't. It's actually worry. really fucked up. Like, that's actually fucked. Yeah. So, so he would always like... Yeah, so, and to be fair, he was, like, held back. Anyways, so I just remember he came and picked me up from my parents, like, from my house on the farm. And, like, as we're driving, he's, like, (laughs) he's, like, I can drive with my knees. And I'm, like, oh, yeah, cool. And he's, like, so I can use my hands for other things. And I'm, like, oh, my God. Yeah, I was, like, get out of here. I was, like, cool. And then I remember... Yeah, so then he dropped me off at my grandparents' house. Um, like, they lived in town, so, like, we went to the movies, and then he tried to hold my hand. It was just weird and gross. Oh, that sounded weird and gross. And just, like, yeah, I just had a vibe I did not enjoy. And then, like, I just remember that was my first kiss, and I, like, it was so not. It was, like, I kissed, like, the corner of his lip, like, the top corner. I was, like, oh, and I just felt icky. Yeah. Like I feel icky right now. Yeah, yeah I, I just felt, like, oh. like, after that comment, I was, like, oh, no. Ugh. So then the next day I broke up with him because I was, like, this is going nowhere, sir. This is not how I enjoy feeling. Thank you. But, yeah, but I was, like, what a fucking comment. That's so weird. No. Yeah. Yeah, the vibe I'm feeling is you're Yeah, so then like, after that, I was like, you know what? I won't date anyone until then I met Jason, who was my actual first, like, boyfriend, boyfriend. Like, for real. Yeah, like for yeah real. and we were sweet together, so. Hmm. What about you? What was your first date? Uh, well, How old I... are you on your first date? I don't remember. I blacked it out. Oh, I think I was, good. like, 15, maybe? Man, these these boys are, like, super top-notch quality. 14, maybe? 15? I yeah. think 15. Uh, went to the movies. I was too, like, it was too weird to, like, go with just this guy. Uh, so I went with, like, two girlfriends at the time. So there's three of us and then him. So four. And so it's funny because I'm still friends with one of the girls now. We used to, like, laugh about this. But so I, they're, like, watching a movie and I'm, like, sitting next to him, obviously. And, like, I don't know. I can tell that we're, like, it was, like, country strong, which is, like, such a <laughs> random movie, too. Like, it was, like, okay. And then I ended up, like, it, like that's where my first, like, I guess real kiss was. And, I, like, I literally just, like, I don't know what happened, but, like, it was just, it was a lot. <laughs> yeah, there's just, like, boys There's don't... a lot for you to, like, learn. As, like, a lot it, going yeah. on. And, like, you're in public, and it's just kind of, like, 
Yeah. It's so weird. And those, like, awkward feelings of, like, oh, my God, is he going to, like, touch Oh, and also, like, I'm, I like, is he going to touch my hand? From the side. So, like, I just got on his lap, but we were in the movie theaters. Like, that's <laughs> so awkward, right? Oh, my God. Like, I didn't know. Like, I'm, like, that's terrible. Oh, I know, but I didn't know what I was, like, I was, like, oh, like, I don't is know. Is this like, what I'm supposed to do? Yeah. So, I just got <laughs> on his lap, and they were, like, yeah, like, you were just, like, really, like, whatever. And I'm, like, yeah. I know. Think it back. Let's thank oh. God we don't have <laughs> Jill, are you blushing right now? <laughs> yeah, they're like, don't blush some. That was a lot to read that moment, though. I'm grateful for what I have today. <laughs> yeah. What is something that you've done that you've made yourself proud for? Oh. This is a nice follow-up question. <laughs> um, not that kiss, that's for sure. Um, something, something or someone. No, um, just kidding. <laughs> joking. I mean, joking about that. whatever. Um, something that I've done that I am proud of myself for. Oh, when I was in uh, Scotland and I had my credit card stolen. So I was like staying at a hostel. The only thing money I had was on my credit card, essentially. Um, and I had my credit card stolen. Um, but my flight home wasn't for like another five days mm -hmm. so oh no I could, yeah yeah that's right because I had to fly there so so but I, I had no money to pay for extra nights at the at the hostel. place I was at the hostel so I had just a few like euros I think it was um or whatever I had a little bit of money left I was like okay this will tide me over for the next three days I can't afford food I couldn't uh, like pay for like as long as I didn't pay for anything else I could stay there uh until then and then hopefully my replacement credit card and like most people would have, like, called their parents and been like, oh, my God, like, I'm in so much trouble. I didn't call my mom because I knew she'd be upset with me. <laughs> like, just bad. I should have called my parents. But I didn't. So, but I, like. How come you didn't? Like, why didn't? Like, what do you think? Well, because I was a kid. It's not that big of a deal. That's fine. Like, I'll just figure it out. That'll be great. That'll be awesome. Mm -hmm. So, all I had was, like, leftover, like, this tiny little block of cheese and, like, mm -hmm. half a breadstick, essentially, a baguette. To last me for three days and oh coffee, God. instant coffee. Um, but I did it. I did it. I got myself out of it. Were you okay? Oh yeah, it was great. Like so light. I just read so many books because oh, they had they good. have like a library that like usually people will bring books and when they stay there and then they leave the books and take a book and leave a book kind of thing. Cool. But yeah, but I I just remember in that moment number one. Um, leading up to having my credit card stolen, I knew something was off about the person that was staying in the room with me, mm. and I never listened to my instincts. Mm. Like, I even remember waking up in the middle of the night and checking my passport and my money and saying, like, like, and I was like, well, that's weird. Why would you do that? Just go back to bed. And then I went to brush my teeth, and it's when I came back from brushing my teeth, that's when all my shit was gone. Fuck. Yeah, so... So he stole, like, your passport, too? No, that was the thing. He didn't, he didn't steal my passport. He just stole my cash and my e credit card from my wallet. Um, and so, like, so what happened, how I found out was I went to go book a flight, book my flight home or something like that. Mm. Yeah, that's what I was. I was going to book my flight home. And, oh, no. I don't know. I was going to pay for something mm -hmm. or look at my bank account. And I was like, where the fuck's my credit card? So then I like logged on to see like what the last thing was. And it said Starbucks. And the night before the, or that morning before I went to brush my teeth, I was like, Hey, do you want some food? Like to the guy, I was like, do you want some food or anything? He's like, no, I'm going to go to Starbucks. So that's how I knew what that it was snake. him. 
Yeah, because he had taken my shit. So that's so fucked. Like, yeah, oh but God. but that is where the I like. Irony. But I realized, like, I was glad I asked because then I knew who did it. So I mm. was very thankful that that was a good learning lesson for me to listen to my instincts. So mm. I never don't listen now. Um, but then also that I got myself into trouble, but I was and I got myself out of it. So to know that I can do that. What was your what did like I guess instincts are different, but like what did you feel? Like what was the kind of instinct? Was it like a Well the fact in your that stomach, I woke up in the middle of the weird, night, yeah, it was just like that prickly like on your bed. neck kind of thing. Like cure like I would ask questions. Um because the guy came in, I was sleeping in the room, like they're co ed mm-hmm. hostels, so that wasn't the weird thing that a guy was there. But like it was after ten mm-hmm. and there was like this little voice in my head that's like, Oh, I thought they stopped checking people in after ten. I was like, oh, maybe they just made. But then I brushed it off. Like, oh, maybe they just like Wait, made so this guy just came into the room randomly. Well, so what happens? They said the way this hostel was set up was there was outdoors, like the it's like a motel. So the doors on the outside, not on mm. the inside. So what happens is people will st- pay to stay at the hostel. So mm. then they get the key, and then they just don't get their twenty five dollar deposit back. But now they have the key. So then they can get back in and steal people's shit. That's so greasy. Yeah, but I learned. <laughs> what about so you? Tough. So they'll but come yeah, in but... there and sleep, and then they just take their stuff. Yeah, take people's shit. Yeah. Dirty. That's awful. Okay. Um, what was the question again? Oh, yeah. So, so, so I'm proud of yeah, you're proud of yourself for. Um, well, I don't know. Recently? I don't know. Mm. Probably recently just doing the business. The yeah, that's a huge one for you. Yeah, that's true. Probably just that. That's a good one. Yeah. Just like starting a business, doing all that, playing with stuff. And I would say it's not even so much starting the business, but disregarding certain messaging that you've received about following your gut mm-hmm. and heart. And Same soul. kind of vibe. Same lesson. Yeah. Just like different and, uh, execution. Thank God. <laughs> <laughs> what? I would I mean, that wouldn't be something I would do though. Like, I was like, but you would just deal with it. That's the thing is like, yeah. that's why, that's why traveling's so good because you just have to deal with it. What else are you going to do? Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. <laughs> Pause. Your turn. What activity would you like to try that you haven't? Oh. Maybe like, maybe a craft or, or like a sport or like a. Oh. I'm not really into sports, but I just mean like a. You know what? I do want to try a scooter, like not not like a moped, but like mm-hmm. the little scooters, like with the, like mm-hmm. that you zip around the streets on, like they have them in Austin on the street. Yeah, like, or like in the sidecar, right? What? You can have no, 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 those not kind. those. Like oh. the little scooters that you, like the two wheel ones with like the stick that you like. Like kids, oh, kids yeah, use. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, one of those, but I want like, because it, it, when I was in Texas, they have them on the street, so you just use your credit card and you could scoot around the t- city. Have you never used one of those before? No. I used to have one as a kid. Yeah, you, you mentioned that Yeah, one. like the Razor ones. Yeah, those are like so fun. Yeah, so I, but you can get electric ones that go faster, so they mm. like zip you around, but people use them to get around like yeah, Texas. I, I think I've seen those <laughs> in the States before. I, like I've yeah. seen, like, it's like you put the money in and they, yeah, they have all these different. Yeah, so I would, I would, I, I'm sad I didn't give that a go when I was there because I was afraid I would look, I would not know what I was doing, which mm-hmm. I don't. But next time it'll be fun. But now I'm like, no, I should have tried that. Next and I'm kind of them. tempted to just get one to zip around the studio. They're not expensive. <laughs> I don't think they're probably like 80 bucks maybe. Yeah. Yeah. When um, we get your park out here, we'll... <laughs> mm-hmm. What activity would I like to try that I haven't? Hmm. I'd like to try being hypnotized. 
Or oh. like try that. Something with hypnosis. Like that's that for cool. sure. <laughs> yeah. Um, what activity would you like to become really good at? Mm. Okay, what am I doing now that I would like to be great at? Mm-hmm. Um what what do I do now? I think I would like to become better at speaking. Uh, like online, not online, online speaking, uh, like, like being a better speaker in front of large crowds. Um, yeah, because right now I'm very good at delivering workshops and like content Mm -hmm. that I'm very knowledgeable in, but not as great at storytelling on stage. Like that's harder for me is to storytell and teach at Mm -hmm. the same time. Like my mom's really good at that, but I have a really hard time. Yeah. She like speaks in stories like when she talks a lot. So yeah. I would like to get better at doing it in a strategic way, basically. Hmm. Yeah, what about You'll you? will definitely get... I feel like you can definitely, like... Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because you have a lot of do both. It. Yeah. <laughs> just um, gotta do it. Well, mine's kind of same vein, sort of. with It's just, like, the putting yourself out there. I like to be better at social media. I don't know about really great, but that's... Or really good. Just better than you are now. Yeah. Like, that's kind of a non I also would like strength <laughs> for you. It's a future strength. Yeah, it's great. On that note, how would you describe your personal brand? (laughs) Oh, well, I think my personal brand is tough love, Mm -hmm. for sure. Um, A little chaotic and messy in the best way possible. Mm -hmm. Um, Maybe abrupt or, like, loud. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And sparkles are always involved. Something, Mm -hmm. like, fun. Yes, playful and like serious, but in a non-serious way. It's like intense, <laughs> intense <sparkle>. playful, <laughs> intense yeah, intense play, intense magic. Okay, yeah, there you go, perfect. <laughs> uh, mine, it would be, I don't know, like my personal brand. I, I don't know. I well, guess you're put together on the outside, but on the inside, you're, it is. A, you're like your pantry full of snacks, just full of stuff that's surprising. <laughs> it's just an enigma wrapped in a what's the saying i don't know yeah it's an enigma wrapped in a wrapped in a curiosity wrapped in a (laughs) yeah i don't know i'm kind of like weird i feel like i've just got a lot of layers probably like i don't know when i think of you i think of you like very crisp (laughs) like clean like in the way like modern clean if that makes sense like very like like if you were a font you'd be like uh, like very stick font. <laughs> really? Yeah. San, hmm. Sans serif. San mono mono sans. <laughs> sans uh, Sans sorry. But also like silver or gold, nothing in between, nothing, no like chunky jewelry, no crazy earrings, no like like just like very simple but clean. Like classic. Kind classic, of yes. But then that's just that. I'm just sans serif. You're put together and sparkly magic. Uh, yeah, put together. But like really clean magic. Clean magic. I'm intense magic. You're clean magic. <laughs> <laughs> um, I yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, I that's how I that see one. you. And Matt, well, yeah, I don't think I'm very put together, but I guess I see me when I'm not. Uh, okay. Imagine you are a company. What would your company mission statement be? Hmm. Mm. You kind of just did this. Just kidding. Yeah. Uh, my company mission statement is, <laughs> but if I personally was, our, my mission statement would be to empower every person 
that I interact with in whatever way that I'm interacting with them and to constantly challenge belief systems of the people around me. Hmm. Well, that's good. I like that. Mine, I think, would be about... Oh, and also educating. Mm -hmm. Sorry. Mm -hmm. Go on. Mine would be just about kind of people, like helping people align within themselves, basically. Mm. Like, whatever that looks like, like whether it's through, like, knowledge, through, uh, like, work, like, coaching work, whether it's through, like... I don't know, them doing stuff with tools that I can give them. Like, that's kind of more what mine would be about, is helping people help themselves, kind of. Perfect. Helping you help you. <laughs> Let me help you help. What? Helping help me you help, help you. Help me help you, yeah. It'd be Jillian Karlowski helping you help you. Okay. <laughs> You're like, please go on. Dot com. Okay. If you were to write about yourself as a character Oh, we do this. This one's oh, yeah. a long one, so we'll skip this one. Who was a teacher that changed your life? Oh... Well, when I was in junior high, um, Mrs. Thiessen was like a TA, actually. But she she was really good because she kind of like saw that I was being like picked on. Probably, I assume this is why. She kind of took me under her wing, though, and helped me, um, gave me stuff to do. So there was this kid in kindergarten that had... Um, I'm not sure if it was like some form of autism or something like that, but she was very tiny. So she was unable to really like handle him because he was bigger. Oh. So she saw that I was really good with working with kids. So she got me involved in working with him. His name was Justin. And so a lot of my free time that would have been spent toiling over <laughs> the boys <laughs> was spent actually taking care of Justin and like helping him. And then because the school was so small, they were like, oh, we need somebody to teach speech therapy to, like, this little girl, like, um, who who only spoke Cree, I think. So she needed to learn how to speak English. Like, it was really hard for her. So they brought me in to teach speech therapy instead of, like... Oh, my God. Like, they literally pulled me out of class to, like, teach. Um, teach all these young kids. That's crazy. Basically, but yeah, thinking about it, it's like, what? Um, so, but, but then also, she also took, like... I also got involved. She saw I really liked to read. So then she would give me like a bunch of incentives to read uh, biblical books. So like, which at the time I was That's like, good, yeah. yeah, I needed that. So, so every time I would read one, answer questions, then she would give me a gift card to go get a new book. So it was like my achiever loved that. That's so cute. But yeah. So she like at a young age, she was one. And then Mr. Snell was my music teacher that definitely changed. Like, he saw something in me in the Mystery Shane High School. Aww. What about you? Um, probably, mine was also a TA. Probably Miss Jordan. Like, she, like, when I was really sick and just, like, going through a lot, like, mentally, like, I was in and out of school. Like, there was, I, I was late every single day, I think, actually, like, for an entire <laughs> semester. Like, yeah. But I didn't go to school a lot of the time. Like, I would, I went probably three days a week ish maybe a bit more maybe four days some weeks i don't know some days were okay sometimes though it was like whole weeks would just you know so basically whenever i was inconsistent it was good because she was always there to like fill in the gaps for me and just give me her notes from going to my classes so <laughs> again command kind of in a way i very much appreciated that because i got to learn that way and then we could learn to get like she would show me and we could talk about what mm -hmm. they learned and then that actually helps me learn is when i talk about it with somebody so yeah um yeah, so she actually, and she taught me a bunch of strategies, like, 
I learn with like colors now. I, I was literally all her, like she used to always learn in color. Like I highlight things in her colors that are like patterns and she would always, like she taught me how to do that. And like her notes were always like that, so. Awesome. Yeah, she definitely made a difference for me. Okay, what's a favorite memory of yours? Um, so many. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't know. Um, like a memory that I like to visit um, like a happy place is, I always talk about, but when I was in Korea with my then boyfriend, Young Young, we were just napping in the middle of the afternoon, but like the sun was coming in, it was like two in the afternoon and he was like holding me and like, I just remember feeling like so safe, so supported. It was warm. Like, can you, you imagine a cat feels when they're in the sun? Mm. Um, like it was just like a really comforting moment I think um and so that kind of like I can picture it exactly as it happened but I like that memory to kind of go back to when I feel stressed or things like that hmm. we just don't tell Ryan <laughs> I just put Ryan in place of Hyungin <laughs> <laughs> like literally now you're just like hey come yeah. here I just in here yeah um one of mine is probably it's like kind of random but it was like fourth of July and I was living in Virginia and it was like super nice like balmy and warm and we were going to see the fireworks and so we were in this park and there were these like giant trees and that's where i like saw fireflies mm. and i remember they were so pretty and i thought they were so cool as a kid like catching fireflies and there was like fireworks and it was just like very magical and i just yeah i was thinking about the fireflies actually that i saw the other day so a memory is like on top of mind but i just thought it was so cool like being able to catch them and like see how they it was i don't know that was cool yeah it was a good nature time which I don't have a lot of those, so I'm to what I do now. <laughs> okay, what was your favorite toy as a child? Oh, well, we kind of touched on this. So Barbie's the Cabbage Patch Kids for me. Yeah, mine's probably like Barbie's. I liked Playmobil when I was like younger. I liked on Lego. Yeah, Lego, like any of that stuff. Um, yeah, I liked lots of stuff. I guess like that. It was kind of lots of like Barbie type, like Bratz dolls, all that stuff. <laughs> Um, okay, what is one relationship that you would like to strengthen? One relationship I'd like to strengthen? Probably the one with my brother. Mm. Because I feel like it's very tense. <laughs> A lot of the time. Uh, and But, like, it's never been easy for us to relate to each other, I don't think. Like, just because I'm so different than he is. I know, it's so hard on his family. Yeah, exactly. So that's probably one that I would like to take initiative on because I know he won't. Yeah, I think in the same kind of a, a scenario, my mom and I need mm. to work on things because it's hard when you, like, love the person, but they're just very different. But I also think I also need to learn setting appropriate expectations with that person. When you said your mom, that reminded me of that for my brother. Mm-hmm. In that, like, oh, <laughs> like I, I well, no, because it because <laughs> it reminded me like ex, like to that I can't expect him to be somebody he is not. Mm-hmm. Like that, like I think that's the important piece to that is like. I keep going back expecting him to be more like me. Or finally be ready to be like yeah, the person that, that you want that's to never be. gonna happen. So I'm always gonna be disappointed. So where how can I meet him where he's at? Like and accept and expect that that's okay. Yeah. Or accept that that's okay. Yeah. yeah. Same. Uh, like that's basically what I need to do. 
Next. What is a subject that you would like to study but can't find the time? In oh, that's a good one. Well, I always like the self-growth stuff. Um, the hypnosis thing would be a fun one. I was like, yeah. That's something um, which I'll probably buy a book on at some point in the next year. I was telling somebody today, I'm like, my budget that I no longer spend on clothes is now spent just buying books all the time. Yeah, but look how much you know. And how much I will know because... You can bring it everywhere with you. Yeah. But, yeah, that would probably be, like, a really cool subject to kind of learn more about. And I used to read about it when I was, like, in grade six. <laughs> yeah, I would like to learn about the hypnosis, too. But also, I'd like to learn about, like, some of the, like, yoga poses and, like, mm. some of the, like, they're called maduras, I believe, where it's, like, the hand postures and stuff mm. that you can channel different energies through. That's something I've been kind of... Yeah, that's cool. Lots of stuff like that. I go down that yeah, road. Any, just... Yeah, any of that kind of divination kind of mm -hmm. stuff. Oh, yeah. Like, stuff like that. So interesting. Yeah. What is your definition of success? Now, uh, okay. <laughs> uh, it's different than what it once was, that's for sure. Now it is just finding fulfillment in the things that I'm doing, but also making time for the people in my life. I would say for me, success <laughs> is um, just, I guess, yeah, like fulfillment with, whatever it is I'm doing most of the time and just like, yeah, being fulfilled and being happy and just being able to like be kind of in a good place. Like balanced is a big thing. Too. And more road trips. Yeah. Like balance. <laughs> like that's what it, it needs to be a balance between like stuff that I enjoy doing and also. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be on the podcast. You're cute. <laughs> um, the definition of success is the, I don't know if you No, no. Um, yeah, just that I, I have fulfillment and I'm, that I'm content and that I get to help people in some capacity. Yeah. And what is a silly grudge you hold on to from your childhood? <laughs> okay. uh, I've already got one. I've I told you about mine, but, um, about how <laughs> my sister got to paint her room, but I didn't get oh, to paint mine. <laughs> and so oh. my room was always purple even though I wanted to paint it blue part way through and then my mom said no 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 and then when my sister got older she was allowed to paint my room <laughs> which is why being the older one sucks sometimes uh, I'm the middle, middle but... no but just being the older one I feel like because then like the second time around yeah like, no but like but it's like such a stupid thing that I still like I'm like Meh. <laughs> Bitter. Now it's like, well, now it's the principle of the thing. Yeah, no, that's what I mean. That's no, why. It's like, but if I lose, if I lose the grudge, then maybe I'll lose that memory. You know what I mean? Associated with that, because then, like, why would I ever think about that? You know? <laughs> it's cute. That's like, yeah. So not... it's a funny one to hang on to. It's nothing serious. That's funny. You tell your mom that next time. You oh, say. I do all the time. She's like, you're still on it. You're still on about that. <laughs> Just wondering if I can have my blue wall now that you're moving. <laughs> Be like, if I be like I'm, I'm ready now. <laughs> okay, what about you? My silly grudge is that my mom just she used to always like tease us a lot as kids, and she would always like kind of tease me for her own like whatever. And like I just oh I just it used to stress me out because I'm very easily teased. Yeah, I know that. And <laughs> and I. <laughs> just the loudest person I've ever met. Like, I don't even know. He's just doing his thing. It's so funny. Uh, okay, I guess, yeah, the, she probably just said she teases me and that, yeah. If you're wondering what that noise was, that's, that's just Luke walking about. Yeah. <laughs> no big deal. He's just living his life and he is a 
he makes an impression when he walks. Like he walks. He with walks purpose. with authority. Yeah, and he's allowed. He's allowed human, but oh, it's great. That's good. Okay, cool. Well, that is the end of our 50-question two-part episode. Uh, Episodes. Uh, Anyways, thank you all for listening. Thank you, Jill, for having the patience to answer questions. And now I feel I know so much more about you. Yay! Yay!